Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Cheryl A.C. Donovan, and you are here with us at Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl A.C. Donovan. I am excited that you all have decided to join us here on this evening. We have two wonderful guests with us in that of Vanessa Blackwell and Renee Beavers. But let me tell you something. Before I get started, I have wanted to say this ever since I went to see the movie, Wakanda Forever! Wakanda Forever! I am so excited about what Black Panther is doing, about uh, the the spirit that it's raising in um, African-American, not only African-American uh, uh, adults, but even children. And the movie was excellently put together. It was very, very well written. I mean, I, it, there are just no words to say how um, wonderful it really, really was. Um, kudos to all the directors, all the producers, um, definitely to all of the actors that were a part of that, and I hope that uh, we'll see a part two to Black Panther really, really soon. Um, I think the last time that I checked, it was grossing somewhere around $700 million, and it was on its way to becoming one of the highest-grossing Marvel movies ever, and I am just excited and ecstatic about that. I think that that is wonderful. Um, so let's see here. Before we get started... I want to make sure I'm trying to see if Vanessa Blackwell is on the line. So I think what I'm going to do right now is just go ahead and take a really quick break, commercial break, and let us hear a commercial real quick and make sure that our guests are here, and then we'll get started with our interviews. So stay tuned just a moment for Vanessa Blackwell and Renee Beavers here on Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school. But I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. So welcome back to Real Life, Real Faith. Uh, this evening we are speaking with Vanessa Blackwell and Renee Beavers. Vanessa Blackwell understands the transformative power of grief as well as the deep challenge of losing someone or something you truly love. By honestly and authentically sharing her experience, she is helping countless others find acceptance and peace in their own journey with grief. Vanessa Blackwell has authored four books that include The Grief Helpline, a journal, a coloring book, and a companion workbook. She is the best-selling author of Camouflaged Sisters, Activate 24 Laws to Thrive to Win, and Daily Decisions for Mothers. She has co-authored six books, which include the following, back, Bounce Back, Phenomenal Woman, Head uh, and Head Now. Uh, nearly two years after the death of her beloved youngest sibling, this author, coach, speak, workshop facilitator, and transformational life coach is gaining a reputation as a courageous force of those who mourn. 
either from the death of a loved one or from other profound losses that turn our world upside down. Real Life, Real Faith is pleased to welcome to the broadcast on tonight, Vanessa Blackwell. Hey, Vanessa, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about... um, Tell us a little bit about your uh, journey with regards to the um, the whole grief grief helpline process. How did that come about? Um, well, both of my parents are deceased, and I had three sisters and a brother, and they've all passed away. So my youngest sister was the last to pass, and she passed in 2014, and the grief helpline was born after the loss of my okay. siblings. Um, Okay. So what what does it, what does the grief grief helpline do? So the, when I create the grief helpline is the overall business and the book is called the grief helpline and it um helps you to restore joy after a personal loss. So when I first wrote the book, I wrote a devotional. It's a 100-day devotional and it helps people to heal get through the five stages of grief. So can you share a little bit with us about what those stages are and what they look like? Yes. So the five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. They're all a part of the framework that makes up um, the learning experience to, to learn to live with the loved ones that we lost. They're tools that help us frame and identify what we may be feeling, but they are also, they are not stop signs or it doesn't come in a linear fashion. So sometimes you could be dealing with bargaining. Normally a person goes through denial first because that denial is the first stage of grief. It helps us to survive the loss. In this stage, the world becomes meaningless and overwhelming. Sometimes life doesn't make sense after you've lost your husband or your partner that you've been living with for life, you know, or your mom or your dad. So you go into a state of shock and denial. A lot of times we so now, numb. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We go, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, a lot of times we go numb. We wonder how we can go on if we if we have if we must go on, and then sometimes we think, why should we go on? So you're trying to find a way to simply get through each day when you're dealing with denial and shock. Mm-hmm. So it helps us to cope and make survival possible. Mm-hmm. So now, what do you what do you say to somebody that? You know, because I've heard this before, um, maybe maybe the relative or the loved one or whomever passed away a year ago or maybe two years ago, and that person is still experiencing different facets of the grieving process, and, and people simply, you know, some people just want to tell them, just get over it. What what do you say to someone that has that sort of mentality? Grief, like I said, everybody deal with grief. It's a unique process. And just like I said, some people, it takes a long time to heal because they haven't been through all the stages and they haven't learned to accept it. So once they get to the acceptance stage, you know, they learn, they can live, learn to live again and start to heal. But until they get there, they're still struggling because it's either bargaining, they're going back forward, what could they have done differently? It, it wasn't anything that they could have done to sustain their life. You know, would they have lived longer if I would have did certain things? You know, it was, what, what could I have changed? And so, like, like I said, it takes time. It, it, everybody is has to deal with grief on an individual basis. 
Mm-hmm. So now one of, one of the things that uh, I know a lot of people uh, tend to experience, and I've had someone else on the broadcast before talk about this as well, um, during the holidays, that tends to be one of the most difficult times for a lot of people that have lost loved ones. What, what are some of the things that maybe you can tell someone that can help them cope with their grief during the holiday time? Yes, holidays are some of the biggest and usually most challenging of all. You can and will get through the holidays, but you have to avoid um, the feelings of grief and learn how to lean into them. You you don't mm-hmm. think about just the pain. Grief is the it's, grief is learning the way out of the pain. So you have to learn mm-hmm. how to internalize your feelings and mourn and um, external expressions. So I, t- I tell people mm-hmm. to um, to externalize the loss, give it a time and a place, like if it's Christmas or holiday dinner, um, do you, say a little prayer, pray, a prayer before the holiday dinner about your loved one. Light a candle mm-hmm. or something in, in, in memory of them. It's also mm-hmm. good to create, like, online tribute, tributes for them. Maybe share a story mm-hmm. about your loved one because if you're missing them, other family members are missing them too, and they just don't want to bring it up because they don't know how you're going to accept it. So have everyone tell a mm-hmm. funny story about your loved one. It's wow. a place of worship. Sure. Learn to remember them in prayer. If you're on social media, chat about them online. Those are just a few ways to help you to cope, you know, during holidays. Okay. Now, if somebody were to uh, contact the Grief Help Helpline or even to contact you and perhaps uh, re- receive coaching from you, what, what is the process for that? How does that work? What, what can they expect from uh, the Grief Helpline if they, they need some of the services or some of the things that you guys do? Um, I have a Slay Your Grief kit, and it is a, it's a 12-week program. So I have a devotional, you get a coloring book, because people that going through grief a lot of time can't concentrate. So color, coloring mm-hmm. helps to heal, too. It's a way of uh, it's therapy as well. So we have a coloring book. We have a 12-week workbook and where we walk through the stages of grief and help them to get to the other side. Wow. That that's actually amazing. What what when you do the um the, the twelve week course, what are some of the modules or some of the some of the things that they you talk about in inside those um those sessions? Okay, so we have uh, we'll go through like I said, we'll use the the, the the devotional as well and we go through denial. Uh, we start with the grief recovery. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, I think I lost you for a minute. You said you go through what now? I'm sorry. I said we'll meet like once we'll meet once a week, and each day mm-hmm. they'll they they're tasks to do. They have challenges, mm-hmm. devotions, mm-hmm. we do meditations. I'll start with a thought, word, prayer, and a challenge for each day. Mm-hmm. They learn to journal okay, and what, what? write about. Go ahead. Now, I was going to say, what, what are some of the challenges? What what types of challenges do you give them? Okay. So let me, I'm going to get the book and just go through. Um, okay. So choose uh, on day one for grief recovery. Sit quietly and accept the impossible. Embrace your fond memories of your loved one. 
vow that you will overcome denial in your own time and on your own terms. So now if someone wants to um, get in contact with you or perhaps to get in contact uh, or get copies of your books or the things that you're doing, how might they do that and how can they um, maybe book you for speaking engagements and things like that? Vanessa, are you there? I'm sorry. I'm not, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. How can somebody okay. get in contact with you if they either want to um, get with the uh, helpline or to have you to come and speak at their events or just to purchase copies of your book? Okay. My website is www.griefhelpline.coach. All my books and products are there. You can, um, My number where I can be reached is 240-270-1722. I am also online on Facebook as The Grief Helpline and Instagram and Twitter, Twitter as The Grief Strategist. Okay, great. That is wonderful. Do you have anything coming up new um, in the near future? I do. I'm actually working with, um, I have, working with Calvary Gospel Church, and I have a class that will start next month, the second Tuesday in March, and we'll be doing a, a session there, a 12-week program at, at Calvary Gospel, helping people to slay their grief. Wonderful. And where is Calvary Gospel located? It's in Waldorf, Maryland. Okay, wonderful. Well, Vanessa, thank you so much for joining me here tonight. We are so grateful to you for taking time to talk to us about what you're doing over at the Grief Helpline. Um, I pray that people will connect with you if they find themselves in need of someone to uh, coach them through the grief process. I think it's a wonderful thing. I really do believe that you need someone um, during that time that can really kind of help you uh, put sort things out and put things back together in your life when you lose a loved one that way. Um, and even even not just loved ones, even losses, you know, divorce and, and separation and things like that can also be part of the grieving process. But thank you for joining us here tonight on Real Life, Real Faith. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, have a blessed evening. Absolutely. Have you as well. Everybody, that was Vanessa Blackwell from the Grief Helpline. Um, go out there to her website and find out more about what she's doing at the griefhelpline.coach. That's the griefhelpline.coach. And she is on Instagram and Twitter as the Grief Strategist. So connect with her, uh, particularly if you're finding yourself in a situation where you need some help walking through the grief process. When we come back in just a few moments, we'll be speaking with Renee Beavers. So don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment on Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't. Speak or walk. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Today we decided decided to walk walk to school. school. The light counted. 15, 14, 41, 31, I mean 13. 
We took, took a, a left, left on Carroll Street. Street. Danny's smart, but he gets distracted. I realized he forgot his homework. I hope he doesn't have another bad day at school. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. When you went car shopping, you meant business. You aced vehicle history searches and test drives. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. To meet and know Renee M. Beavers, most are inspired by how they can take charge to overcome issues and complications in their lives through God's grace to understand, develop, and implement the solutions of a healthy lifestyle that allows them to reach heights intended for them, but initially blocked by fear and confusion. Today, Renee M. Beavers has transformed man-made food theory back into the hands from which principles were originally established, and that is God. He's able to weave his teachings on food and our relationship with it into concise and helpful instructions so that all prosper and live free from struggle and conflict while truly enjoying one of the most basic needs we have, food. She is the author of three books and has received countless radio, television, and print media coverage. And we here at Real Life Real Faith are pleased to welcome Renee Beavers. Hey, Renee. Hello. How are you this evening? I am doing well, and I'm so excited to have you here. I, I love your uh, website where it says, live your life with fewer regrets. And, oh, my gosh, is that not the, the case? That's what we all want to do, not have any regrets. And, you know, I, I'm just, I love what you talked about, about um, the Marvel movie at the beginning, because it's we all need to be inspired. We all need something, a starting point, something, a building point where we can actually begin to learn how to live our life with fewer regrets. And so it's good to have a movie or a friend or a book or even a life strategist to walk along that path with you to kind of help you to really understand what that looks like and how to accomplish it. Absolutely. So now I know that you have the WPPB Lifestyle Movement. What is that all about? Well, it's really the starting point for our for our whole Movement. It actually is where we started. We actually, um, it's the Renee M. Beavers whole person plant-based lifestyle movement, and it's really designed to get people to begin to think, take action, and really think about the effects the food is having on their life. And so that's what our whole movement is really designed to create a generation of people who can think again and then make decisions based on the truth and the facts, and not their feelings and the media. Yeah. So now when you talk about uh, plant-based, what does that actually look like? Because, you know, you different people say different things, and, and a lot of people hear those words thrown out, and they really don't understand what is meant by plant-based diet. So what, what do you mean when you're talking about that? Well, I always say plant-based lifestyle because there's a big difference between a diet and a lifestyle. A diet is a quick mm-hmm. fix and it's short-lived, and a lifestyle requires your whole every part of your thinking, your finances to be included. And so a lifestyle is definitely different. And so the difference between our lifestyle and any and other program is that a plant-based lifestyle is really designed to teach you how to eat fruits, vegetables, nuts, beans, and seeds, 
whole foods the way God designed them versus just not eating meat. And that's so important. A lot of people, I think, don't recognize that. I, I was just talking to some ladies over the weekend for um, our retreat, and I, I kept telling them, I said, sometimes, you know, just little little bitty things that you can do to change, you know, your habits, and it has to become a lifestyle. If it, if you're not doing it, you know, if you if you try to make it a diet, you're going to do it maybe for a day or two, and then you're going to let it go because it's something that you're not going to be able to sustain. But I, I, I love the fact that you refer to it as a lifestyle change. That's really what it's about. I um, I see a lot of people that go in and they have the um, that surgery, you know, the um, – the weight loss or the gastric bypass surgery. And, you know, I yeah. tell them, if you're not going to uh, change the way that you're eating and change your habits, then you're really wasting your time, not to mention, you know, allowing them to do surgery on you, and yet you still have not gotten to the basic concept of your your relationship with and to food. And I think that that is so important. And, you know, the thing that I always say is that everything is a tool. Jesus is the only solution. And so a lot of times wow. we, Romans talks about how we put a Band-Aid on things that require deep healing. I always have felt that tools are good, but if you don't really get to the why and understand, rather than trying to learn how to lose weight, we need to begin to teach people to ask themselves why they gained weight. And God created in our heart a place that only he can feel. And so when we put other things or people there, that space is still empty, which leaves us constantly in search of a how. So I believe that our movement is different because we address the who, which is Jesus Christ, and the why, which is the root cause of you being out of control with your appetites. Because being overweight is really only a symptom of a heart condition. And that's what those surgeries and diets don't address and that's why we're seeing the epidemic of sickness and this uh, epidemic of obesity increasing because we're ignoring the obvious. And it's that you can't just fix the physical body and not address the spirit, the soul, and the body all cohesively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is that is so very, very true. I don't um... – I really don't understand sometimes how some of the um, the doctors and things, well, I guess I do understand because it's probably more about the money than anything else, but, you know, knowing that these people have other underlying root issues that have, and, and I believe they're spiritual issues, you know, not just, not just they issues are. in the natural, yeah, that, that have caused them to get that way, and, and nobody wants to address that. They want just this real quick fix. And before you know it, you know, they, they're right back where they started. Many of them go back and regain that same way over again because they have not dealt with the root issue. And that's why I really um, I thank God for the mantle he's placed on my life. And I know that it is not pretty or popular, but it is so extremely necessary because, unfortunately, we live in a society where people want the blessings of the Lord without the Lord. Mm. And so our freedom from freedom from food is really a, an opportunity for the body of Christ to get in line with what God's word says, and it's that you will have no other gods before me. Our lifestyle movement mm-hmm. is based on prayer, 
fasting and a plant-based lifestyle. A threefold cord is not easily broken. So it's not just trying to tell you about how to eat right. Because people, oh, my gosh, how did you get here? I always say prayer, fasting, and a plant-based lifestyle. Because if you don't address the whole person, you're eventually the part you don't address is going to get out of line, and then you're going to be right back where you were before. Exactly. That is so true. And I heard you um, say uh, fasting. Now, you know, it seems to me that fasting has now mm, sort of in the mainstream become more of a fad than what I believe that it was truly intended to be. So what, what would your comments be about that? Well, when you really think about God's word and God's principles, so anything that is successful, it came from God. Whether you give him credit for it or not, it does not change the Mm -hmm. fact that he is the originator of everything great. So intermittent fasting, of course, is becoming mainstream, but a lot of biblical principles become mainstream and and, and people Mm -hmm. become successful, but the thing is, is that, Everything that God gives us is for eternity. So when people are using fasting only for the sake of medical reasons, they don't benefit from all that it was designed to do. Fasting is designed Mm -hmm. to not punish you. Fasting is designed for you to break. Because the Bible says this kind can only come out through prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting is one of the most valuable tools to us connecting with God and ourselves. And so when we don't use the way God designed it, it doesn't mean that other people aren't going to take it and use it the wrong way. That's been going on since the beginning of time. So I don't think we should be so much concerned about people using it the wrong way. Whatever gets their attention, Mm -hmm. whatever gets them closer to Mm -hmm. God, I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. So now, okay, having said that, so do you think that – do you think that that many of the mainstream – uh, uses for the fast, or do you really think that they're getting the people closer to God, or are they just, again, using it merely for a tool to maybe lose weight or what have you? Well, I, you can't really judge someone's motives. Whatever they're using it for, it's mm-hmm. up to each individual person to make the decision what you're using mm-hmm. it for, because fasting is from God. Fasting is a principle that God gave right. the body of Christ to help us to get right. healthier and healed and closer to him. Unfortunately, there's right. going to always be there's going to always be imitators. There's going to always be duplicators of of, of the gospel. So ultimately, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, mm-hmm. it's not our responsibility to focus on what they're using it for. It's our responsibility to pray that when people use the Bible says his his word won't be mocked. It's going to it's not going to return to him void. So when we use things that God designed for a purpose the wrong way, it doesn't stop God's purpose from being accomplished. We just don't benefit from it. Right, exactly. Okay. So now you have the um, free, was it freedom from food, freedom from food. What is that all about? When I hear that, it's like, oh, my God, what do you mean freedom from food? What are we going to do? But what what do you mean with the freedom from food? Because a lot of times we don't realize that we need to give our appetites back to God. And freedom from mm. food is a six-week six-week curriculum that's designed to really help people unpack their past. And so to me, I feel that freedom from food is the answer that everyone has been looking for in all the wrong places. Because people have always said to me, because I've been a believer now for close to 30 years, and people will say, well, you know, well, the Bible doesn't say anything about this. And the Bible, the Bible says something about everything, 
But unfortunately, yes. we look at the stories and we don't look at the principles. And so Freedom From Food is a biblically-based six-week curriculum designed to help us to get back to the basis of, one, putting God first, because I said we're one movement with three steps to overcome three obstacles with three principles. The three steps are the three-day detox, which is fasting and prayer, the 21-day journey, and freedom from food. The obstacles we overcome are cost, time, and taste, and the principles that we base our movement on are the principle of priority, the principle of forgiveness, and the principle of choices. Because if we don't put God first, something is going to be first. So freedom from food is the last part of our program, but it, I really believe it's the most important part because it's the part that helps us examine ourselves. Wow. So, Renee, if someone wanted to get in contact with you, get some of your products and services, or uh, to become a part of the movement that you guys have going, how would they do that? I would say the best place would be our website, and that is Renee, R-E-N-E-E, M Beavers B E A V E R S dot com. That's the best way because everything is there. We've worked really hard to make it a place where people can hang out and get connected. We do have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest. It's all my name, Renee with two E's, M as in Marie, Beavers with an S. And or they're welcome to give us a call at four zero four nine three six one six four two. We would love to be a part of your journey, and I'm available for every platform to share this message. Renee, this is a wonderful message, and I hope more people um, get a hold of it and, and really do recognize and understand that a lot of the things that we're dealing with in our lives are spiritual. They're, they're not natural in, 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 their, um, they are. in their ideology, where they come from. They're really spiritual. And I think that this is a wonderful journey that you're on, and I pray that a lot of people come and learn from you and take advantage of what you have to offer them. So much for this opportunity. I'm so excited about what you're doing, and thank you for, for, for lending your platform to us. Absolutely. Everybody, we're speaking with Renee Beavers. We want you to go out and make sure that you um, take a look at her website, take a look at her lifestyle movement. I think that it's great. She has some great, they have some great principles to help you overcome some of the obstacles that you may be dealing with to get you closer to God and to help build your relationship with him. Her website is Renee M. Beavers, R-E-N-E-E. M as in Mary, Beavers, B-E-A-V-E-R-S.com, ReneeMBeavers.com. Go out there and take a look at it and get to know about Renee M. Beavers and her new lifestyle movement. We have enjoyed being with you on this evening at Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. We will be here again next week with an interview with Erica Kane, who is a national recording artist. We hope you will join us again at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on next week. And we also want to make sure that you connect with us on Facebook. We are at Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. On Twitter, we are at Real Faith Mag, that's M-A-G as in magazine, and we're also on Instagram at Real Life, Real Faith. We look forward to speaking with you again on next week, and as always, remember, God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Be blessed. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.